And welcome to the Brain Collective. My name is Nicole Pass. I'm a photographer and small biz mentor, and I'm here to take away the overwhelm of small business life to help you create a heart led, purpose driven brand. I'll be sharing my biggest takeaways from starting a business with no experience at all to one where I'm now able to mentor other small business owners to create the brands and lives of their dreams. I'll also be inviting some of the incredible small biz babes I've met on my journey to share their stories. Are you ready to get inspired? This is The Brand Collective. Hey guys, welcome back to The Brand Collective podcast. I am your host, Nicole Pass, and I am excited that you are here to join me today. So an intro to today's topic is so You've quit your job to start your own business, but now what? Maybe you've got a side hustle. Maybe you're in a job that you really don't enjoy. Maybe you're returning from maternity leave. You you know what you want to do, but you're not sure how. My my friends, I have been there. I knew I did not want to miss the point of my life. I was a new mum. I loved being home with my son, but I also knew that I wanted something outside of mum life that would give me purpose and drive. And I knew I wasn't going to feel guilty about going back to work. Um, I knew that I didn't want to go back to the job that I was in, but I also knew that I didn't want someone else to write the story of my life for me. I was ready to create my own story, my own path, but I just did not know how. I had zero experience in entrepreneurship or running a business. I did not know what it entailed. I didn't even know where to begin. So today I'm going to share with you how I did it. Here are my top five tips for going out on your own. Tip number one, celebrate. First off, I want to celebrate the fact that you are in this place where you are starting to create your dream life. You know you want more. You know that you have got to go out. You've got to the point where you know you want to create it. And this is a huge step. To be honest, I think it's actually the biggest step in starting a business is the fact that you're actually in the headspace, ready for it. You've made the decision that this is what you want to do and you're taking the steps, you're taking the action to make it happen. So congratulations. Just stop and enjoy this moment. It is a massive, massive feat and it's one that you should absolutely celebrate. So clap on the back to you, pop a bottle of champagne and give yourself a massive, massive high five because it is an amazing achievement to be in this place. To make the decision that you are ready to create your own business is no small feat. You need to have such a strong mindset to go forward and create a business and a brand. Lots of hard work. Sometimes it's going to be long hours. It's getting out of your comfort zone a lot. It's going to be dealing with so many new things that you probably didn't even think you would ever have to do. So well done. Well done that you've made this decision. Give yourself a massive clap and acknowledge the fact that you are worthy of this. You are going to be freaking amazing and you are going to create the path that was meant for you. So well done. Tip number two is to set your goals. 
you know you want to build a business and now you need to make a plan of how you're going to do it. Will it be online? Will it be store-based? Will it be in a pop-up? Markets? Networking? Are you going to be events-based? The world is literally your oyster, but you need to figure out where you will base yourself and how you will reach your audience. Are you going to be focusing on using social media to grow an audience and to be talking to your clients? Are you going to be building an email list and making sure that you get all of your amazing offers directly into the inboxes of your clients? Or are you going to be looking at a physical location? There are so many things that you need to consider, and this is all going to become part of the plan of your business. So sit down, whether you use Excel, whether you're going to use a Google Doc or good old-fashioned butcher's paper plastered on the wall, start mapping out what the plan is for your business so that A, you're creating a clear vision of what it's going to be, but also so that you don't get hit with the overwhelm. Overwhelm is such a massive struggle for a lot of business owners. I myself, I am very susceptible to the overwhelm. I will happily admit that. But it's not a bad thing sometimes because it also, if you're able to catch yourself before you get too overwhelmed, it's also a really great way for your brain to just stop, recalibrate and really think about why are you feeling overwhelmed? Is it because you've got too many tasks at hand? You've taken on too much all at once or just the idea of whatever project you're currently working on is becoming too much? Take heed, stop, take a breath. And once again, make out a plan, map it out in whatever way works for your brain. Everyone's minds work differently. For me personally, it actually really helps me to map it out physically on a piece of paper. So I will go to Officeworks or wherever my local shop is, buy a massive ream of butcher's paper, get all the textures out, and I will sit on the floor and I will literally draw it out. I will draw out what my goal is of whatever I'm working on. And then I will just start brainstorming off of that goal. And I cannot explain how much it can help. It, having it physically, visually in front of you, where you can take a step back, read it all through, and then just check in with yourself and make sure that that is actually A, making sense and B, you're working on the right path. And it does make sense. And it's going to take you on the trajectory that you need to get to to make this goal happen. I cannot explain how amazing it can be. And it's something you're going to do over and over again in your business. It's not just going to be at the beginning when you're mapping it out. I encourage you to do it constantly and to make it part of your practice within your business. It's a great way to check in with yourself and to make sure that you are on track. So tip number three is a really important one. Decide on your name. This is the fun part of building a brand and building a business. What is your name of your business going to be? And it's such an important element of your overall brand. It will be the thing that people will associate with your business. So make sure that it is relevant, make sure it's catchy, and most importantly, make sure it is congruent or true to you. Do not be scared to get help here if you need it. Ask friends, ask your family for advice or a brainstorm session if you need it to help nut out all of the options. Then obviously, once you've made your decision on what your name is going to be, you need to make sure it is obviously available for you to use as a business name. So my number one um, thing to always remember, I always say to my clients, is when you've made or you've decided on what name you want to use, 
make sure it's available with whichever um, business registrar you uh, is relevant to you in whatever location you're in in the world. Um, in Australia, it's the ABR, so the Australian Business Register. You need to make sure that that name is available and that someone hasn't already registered a business with that same name. Once you know that it's available in that place, then you obviously need to make sure things like your your domain name is available, social media handles are available, all of those important things because you want to make sure that the same name is used across all of these elements. It ensures congruency across all channels. So wherever your clients or your audience are finding you, that the name is the same in each of those places so that it ensures that they're not getting confused that in one place you're known as this name and then on this place it's kind of the same name but it's not quite the same is it the same brand is it a different brand so that is a massive massive important thing to make sure for congruency especially is that your business name or your brand name um, is available and it is the same as much as possible across every single touch point that your audience is going to find you tip number four ha 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 this is the fun one do your research Now, chances are you are not the only one who is selling what you are selling or creating what you're creating. Whether it's a product or a service, there will be other people out there with something either the same or very, very similar to what you're offering. You need to set yourself apart from everyone else. And what I always recommend to my clients is it's always community over competition is my number one rule. There is no point feeling like you're competing against all the people out there that do the same thing as you. When I look at myself, I am a brand photographer and I am a branding mentor. There are so many people out there that do the same thing that I do. You need to figure out what it is that makes you unique to what you do and makes you unique to what you offer. But then also I do recommend that you do look at what other people are doing, not in terms of competition or to sort of compare yourself and let that imposter syndrome take the better of you. But instead to look at what is it that they're offering and if they've got it available for you to see, what's the price point? And then use that information to guide what you're creating to make sure that A, your offer is unique, even though you may be teaching the same thing or offering the same service, keep it unique and true to you. And then obviously, most importantly, you want to make sure that how much you're charging fits in line with industry standard. Now, this is a massive thing that I see happen a lot, especially in the like the photographic world. Um, I'm a I'm a member of quite a few Facebook groups. A lot of them tend to be American-based as well because there's a lot of photographers in the US. And a very common question that comes up is that, you know, how much do I charge? I don't know what to charge my clients. I see so many other people out there undercharging or offering their services for peanuts, blah, 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 blah. And it can be very easy to fall into this space of lack and a space where you sort of think, well, if people are out there doing it for nothing, I need to be doing the same. But it's actually not the case. It's the complete opposite is true. If everyone goes out there and offers their services, which all their products, right? Everything takes time to create. It takes energy. It takes effort. You need to make sure that you are A, valuing valuing yourself, but also valuing your industry. If you go out there and offer your service or your product below the cost or the price of what your industry is offering, you're basically undercutting 
all of the other people out there in your industry. And it long-term and short-term is going to do absolutely no favors to you. People are going to work with you initially because you're cheaper. You're going to get a massive influx potentially, massive influx of clients or of work, which yay, at the time you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I've got all this work available. But one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to burn out really quickly because you've got too much on your plate. You're barely making any money but you're realizing very quickly that these things are taking you a lot of time. Or the other flip side of that is you're going to attract the wrong type of customer. You're going to attract the customer that wants everything for nothing. You're going to kill yourself for these clients and get very little in return. And you're going to soon realize that the only way out of that is to increase your prices. Because once people see that you value yourself and value what you're putting out there for them, they will treat you a lot better. They're going to value your time and value the money they're investing into you. So please, please, please make sure that whenever you go into business or create a new brand or a new product, do your research and make sure that it fits in with the industry you're going into. And please make sure that you are valuing and charging appropriately. Tip number five, this is the fun one, is to create your brand. This is where I love to live, my friends. It's all well and good to decide on a business name, but without a brand, a story that you're going to share, you are not going to get very far. Remember that people buy emotions. They buy into feelings, things that they can relate to. So you need to think about what this means for you and how you're going to weave this into your business plan. Every successful business owner out there, no matter what industry they're in, their success is driven by their story. There's a little insider tip for you all. If you have a look at some of the biggest brands in the world, brands like Coca-Cola, Kodak, Louis Vuitton, there are so many incredible brands out there. If we think about what it is that drives us to want to buy from them, it's not necessarily the product that they are offering us, but it's the story behind it. It's the lifestyle. It's what we feel when we buy into those brands, when we buy into those products. Emotion is a huge, huge part of a brand. And so I implore you that when you are starting this journey, have a think about what led you to even begin it, because that is going to form part of the story behind your brand and start working that into your content, work that into your bio on your website, work it into your stories when you get on social media and you start connecting with your audience and telling them why it is you do what you do, because that's what they're going to relate to. That's what they're going to learn to love about you. And in turn or in time, that is why they will decide that they want to buy from you. And so my friends, that's it. My top five tips on where to start when you make the decision to start your own business. I hope you found this helpful. I hope you got a lot out of it. As ever, if you have any questions at all, feel free to send me a DM I'm at Nicole Pass on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can connect with me via my website, which is www.nicolepass.com. I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. I cannot wait to bring you next week's episode. It's going to be filled with even more juicy information and tips and tricks on how to build an amazing brand. Until then, have a beautiful week, friends.
Well, guys, that's it for another week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you'd like to connect, I'm at Nicole Pass on Instagram. Or if you'd like to come and dig a little deeper on all things branding, you can come and join me in my private Facebook group, The Brand Collective with Nicole Pass, where I dive into how to create a soul-led, purpose-driven brand. And as always, if you have any questions or want to chat, I'm only a DM away. If you love this episode and feel called to, I would so appreciate if you'd rate, review and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify, as it will help more people find my little corner of the podcast world. Have a beautiful week, friends. See you soon.